Well, welcome to the sec- what was going to be uh, the second of our debrief shows. Uh, and this was meant to come to you immediately after full time of the St Johnston game. Uh, a quick on-the-whistle review of what went right and what went wrong. Um, well, quite a lot has gone wrong this week, uh, hence why we're giving you this show now. Because um, this has been quite the day for Aberdeen. Um, I didn't expect to be watching the Scottish Government coronavirus update uh, press conferences to get news on the dons, but there we are. That's been uh, the size of it for this week. Obviously, the city went back into lockdown on Wednesday, and yesterday it was confirmed that uh, two Aberdeen players have tested positive for coronavirus and a further six who were all out together in the city on Saturday night are going to have to self-isolate. So that's the tip of it. Obviously, there's been quite a robust, shall we say, response among the Aberdeen support, among wider Scottish football. Um, So Martin's with me here. Martin, just outline thoughts of um, this shit show over the past couple of days. Yeah, that's... um I think shit show is the probably best word to describe it all. Uh, it's embarrassing, really. It's embarrassing for the football club. It's embarrassing for the, I think, embarrassing for the supporters in the city. Um, that you know, this is you know, the players have obviously broken, uh, broken the rules. Uh, they were clearly, you know, I, you would clearly hope that it had been stressed to them that you know, going out, particularly to busy, busy bars, busy restaurants, uh, was not acceptable. It's really quite embarrassing. I mean, it's sitting there this at lunchtime today, listening to Nicholas Sturgeon going in, going in with the studs up on Aberdeen Football Club, um, is quite a was quite a, a strange thing to take. Um, it's probably though know, you think of it as a supporter, it's probably the most embarrassing, embarrassing time to be an Aberdeen fan since probably since Steve Partison didn't turn up for work. Um, yeah, I mean the, the the players are fucked up. There's there's no question about that. I think there is an argument to be had about whether they fucked up because they chose to deliberately ignore the guidelines and those guidelines are being made clear to them or because, you know, on the other hand, because we've passed through a number of different phases of uh, since they first returned to non-contact training in June, whether the updates have been made explicitly clear to them. I think there is an argument to be had there, however, ultimately, ultimately personal responsibility has to come into it. So they are to blame. Overnight, we had Dave Cormack um, address Twitter, and he, the line that stood out from him for me was, uh, "I'm far from perfect. I'm prone to errors, errors of judgment," and I think that's a message we'd all be pretty wise to reflect on. No, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it is. They, they've they have made an error of judgment, I suppose you can say. I mean, I'm loath to quote this quote someone somebody else um, from Scottish football who said this, but no other no other than Neil Lennon this morning um, said that we made our players aware again this morning so note he said again um, and he says it's basically a case of home training home games uh, and that's what it's going to be until things get better that was, that's, that's pretty much a direct quote from him yes people make mistakes uh, but there's clearly been a mistake made maybe higher up in the club maybe this hasn't been stressed to the players um, somebody would have surely known that these lads were going to be going out for a meal um, and then out to the pub after. You know, it must have been spoken about. Dare I suggest? No, I don't want to. I don't want to dig out somebody who apparently wasn't even there. But no, the club, the club captain, surely would have known about this and said, maybe said this isn't a good idea. Um, I would like to think that the manager you know, wasn't aware. 
Um, if he was, then that's just a that's just a real disaster. I mean, yeah, I mean, people are people are human. People make mistakes, and you know, it's fully under fully understandable. Understandable. Um, I'm not going to go. No, I don't want to kind of you know, grab the pitchforks and you know, knock up a gallows at the castle gate uh, because I don't think there's any real kind of real merit in that. You know, they, they've done wrong and they know they've done wrong. I mean, the best thing they could do now is for me would be just to kind of keep their heads down. Um, you know, maybe keep off of social media for a couple of couple of weeks. Um, none of these, no, no clever Instagram posts. And then I think, you no, know, it'll, it'll, it'll hopefully it'll pass over. The word professionalism. Uh really is the forefront uh, I think we had Neil Faki who's obviously um, a gold medalist in the Paralympics yeah I think that's probably the opposite word isn't it professionalism and um, well Scottish footballers in general uh, they don't really have a great track record of professionalism <laughs> no they don't um, how many of our idols are no, are were complete piss heads uh, <laughs> but come 3pm on a Saturday or 4.45pm on a Saturday we kind of forgave them if they bang in the goals. I mean, no, I don't want to tar footballers all with the same brush, but um, you probably you've probably got here is you're asking. I know a majority of fairly thick young men to adhere to stricter rules than most other people are doing. And there's there's definitely. I mean, there clearly there's been an attitude of oh, this will be fine, you know. But yeah, but it is um, that that tweet from Neil Faki this morning. Um, I saw that and no. I, no, I think pretty much everybody in sports already couldn't have agreed more. Um, it's it really is. It's a, it's about professionalism. It's about being the best you can be. Um, and if you make a decision after you know a pretty chastening defeat to head out for a few beers, uh, it's probably not the doesn't say a lot about your professionalism, does it? And how much of uh, how much do you think the the sort of anger we're seeing is is much directed at the fact that they were out in town after a defeat as much as the circumstances of it? There's definitely a lot of that. I mean, I'll be totally honest with you, Richard. Um, no, it's it's something that used to really, really rile me. Um, it used to really get on my nerves. Um, I've kind of made my peace with it now. Um, that you know, the players are going to go out. You know, there's you no know, whether they're out for you know somebody's birthday or they're going to be out for a meal for whatever. All this kind of stuff. Um, it's going to happen now. I don't have to like it. It still probably le- still leaves a bit of a nasty taste, but I'm aware it happens. But I, I can fully appreciate. No, people are going to be pissed off at that. It, no, last Saturday was not good. Um, no, we've spoken about it at length. It really wasn't good. Because you, I mean, your work doesn't own you the minute you walk out the door. But we have a strange relationship with footballers, don't we? Uh, I mean, we don't own these players, but we do kind of act like we do um, with the whole kind of we pay your wages stick tantrums on social media when they don't do what we want them to do it's a strange relationship we have with footballers and our football club isn't it it is yeah and that's why i think you know as i've as i've became i've got a little bit older i've made my peace with the fact is that no you're in tight no if i have a shite day at work there's nothing no i would love i'd love to go for a couple of beers and get over it um unfortunately no the scrutiny that comes with footballers is um is no a million times more than that I than I or you get at our work, um, but I mean it's 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 that is definitely a fact that you know it was Rangers um, and no and the manager's comments you know in his um, his press conference you no know, reflected that as well um, where I think he used the phrase you no know, if you if when you lose to Rangers it's probably best best that you don't cross the door. He's right because <laughs> you, you know the players should know they're probably going to get a bit of a hard time. Um, no, and in a normal weekend where there's no distance and everything's fine. They probably would have got got a pretty hard time from some people, but you know you don't know you know you don't know exactly where they were. Um, 
in in wherever in the pub that they were meant to be at. You know, they were probably tucked away quite quietly in a corner, um, in a private part or something that no nobody was near them. But you know, on a normal weekend, you know, you would get people giving them a hard time, having a pop at them, um, you know, telling them what they thought of the, exactly what they thought of the game. I um, mean, it is like you say, it is it's a weird atmosphere we have with them where. You, you hold them to higher scrutiny, um, even forgetting the fact that there's this pandemic going on. We do hold them to higher scrutiny. Um, I just think that it's made completely un- it's it's completely unacceptable given what's going on right now as well. Um, and this, you know, the, the the I suppose you would say the the, the real the relaxed um, treatment that the footballers have been given. Yeah, there was a there was a line in Nicola Sturgeon's uh, press conference today about how you know she believes that footballers are, are role models, and she's probably right to say that they they should they have a responsibility to to do the right thing, which I'm sure is right. Um, and I, you know, I say this as someone who voted yes in 2014, has probably voted S and P more often than not. But as far as the Scottish government is concerned, given the other stuff that have come out this week, it was quite politically convenient to take a pot shot at this football club. Yeah. Uh, potentially, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's uh, it, it's no, there's the lockdown. The lockdown has happened. I think it's maybe kind of reaffirms the argument for put, for putting the, the lock the the city lockdown as well. You could see, yeah, probably put, it is quite convenient that you no, know, this has gave the gave the the Scottish government and the the GRG, whatever you want to call them, um, further reasoning for you know step stepping up this lockdown that they've got on. The timeline has been that last night the. Clinicians involved with the JRG gave the go-ahead for the game tomorrow at St Johnston. So they were happy. The actual clinicians involved were happy that the testing had worked, the system in place had worked. We'd be eight players down, obviously, but they gave the go-ahead for the game. Aberdeen were happy to play. It's almost like taking on medicine, basically. We were going to go ahead and play with those eight players missing. But overnight, this morning... It seems like the, Scottish, the, the government themselves have stepped in and said no. And it's that which has made the headlines, I think, because that plus obviously Sturgeon's comments during the press conference. And it's been, you know, a nasty, I listened to six music during the day and it's been on that main news all day and in a way in which it wouldn't have done if the original story had just been eight Aberdeen footballers are, are, are self-isolating because of uh, positive coronavirus tests. Yeah, I think I think that yeah, I mean they've definitely they've definitely the, the game being cancelled has made it a bigger story um, than it would have been, and it's a, it's still a, it's still in, in my eyes it's a very big story anyway. There is a little part of it I think that is 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 kind of not not point scoring. It's just making the point that you know we've you no know, we've they've fought to try and get football back. You know, there's been concessions made so football can come back, and now that um, eight players have have broken. Broken the agreement, or whatever you want to call it. This is a kind of just a kind of a, 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 yeah, a political point, like you've mentioned there. Where and Nicola Sturgeon, no, she didn't say it exactly, but she did. She put she put Scottish football in notice in the press conference today that you know if this happens again, then it will be canned and took for the foreseeable. So she didn't come out and directly say that, but you know there, it was definitely implied. To reiterate the initial point, the players are fucked up. They're at the root of this shit show, and there's no question about that. There's about a thousand and one different threads we could have pulled out for this, but I think there's plenty lukewarm takes available elsewhere that you don't need many more from us. Uh, until we can get back to talking about the football, and at this moment in time, although it's uh, considerably up for debate as, as we speak, that will be on Wednesday night against Hamilton, but, but who knows what's going to unfold over <laughs> the next, uh, well, 12, let alone 48 hours. Anyway... Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you uh, soon enough.
Come on, you Reds, I suppose.